0: Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, Old Time Music with Cameron DeWitt and Friends. This week's friend is Frank Evans. We recorded this in August at Clifftop in West Virginia. Happy Get Up in the Cool month. Just a heads up, I'm going to insert and ask for financial support in the middle of this episode because I know that a lot of people skip these intros. I've never resorted to that before, but that's where we're at. If you go right now to patreon.com slash getupinthecool and sign up to support the show, you have my blessing to skip that mid-show interruption, just jump right back into the banjos. That's linked in the show notes for this episode. Thanks. Stick around afterwards and I'll tell you how to keep up with Frank Evans. But first, here's our interview and jam. Enjoy. evans welcome to get up in the cool thanks
1: for having me yeah
0: thanks yeah. for doing this it's been a a busy cliff top. it has been yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well i'm really glad that uh, i found a, a pretense to have you to myself <laughs> yeah this is yeah, great yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to do yeah yeah absolutely well i'm trying to remember i'm trying to remember when we met it was it just last year uh, it might
1: have been last year. For, I mean, like I've known of you for many. Years, same, exactly. It yeah. might have been last year through George, yeah. I guess. Yeah, George must
0: have, must have been. Yeah. yeah, I think I have known about you through, um, well, uh, very first through, the other Evanses. Oh, okay, yeah. right, right. <laughs> who I've met. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Max. Yeah, my brother. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's funny. I, I like there's some places in the, where I go where it's like you know more bluegrassy, and I guess I'm kind of more in that world. Right, but. In the old time, we're like going like, "Oh, you're Max's brother." Yeah. So it's like, yeah, but it's kind of fun to yeah to, to be here.
2: Yeah.
0: So you're from Toronto. Yeah. 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 Did I did I say it correctly? Yeah, no, it was
1: pretty close. Toronto, sort of a ch kind of thing. Tur-
0: oh, a little ch. Okay. A little cho- yeah. Good. Toronto. Thank you. Yeah. I'm work on my <laughs> <laughs> coding. Yeah. Yeah. Very Depends good. If you're
1: like out of like northern Ontario, it ends up being like Toronto. Toronto. Uh, yeah. Okay. Very, very good. good. Yeah, Southern is Toronto.
0: Yeah. How were you exposed to old time music and to bluegrass and traditional music in general?
1: Yeah. Um, To be honest, clifftop, pretty much. Um, I went to, there's a, a banjo concert that happens in Toronto every year called the Banjo Special. And it's like a variety show of different band styles. So there's like a, always an Irish tenor Banjo player and bluegrass. Wow! And a guy Chris Cool who plays old time there. Kline the best. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> he's really, so cool. <laughs> it's it's a it's a fun yeah. show. And I went there. I was like playing guitar, not very well. Just sort of like doing campfire songs. And but hmm. I like wanted how how old
0: were you at the time?
1: Uh, probably nine, nine or ten, yeah. something like that And uh, I went to the concert. And I was just like heard clawhammer. That's that's what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I went up to Chris, and started taking lessons from him. Around then, and kind of do weekly lessons. We'd go over there, and
2: hmm.
1: he'd teach me a tune, and like, yeah, it kind of just was something that really kind of gelled with me for some reason. I was like practicing all the time because I really enjoyed it. And then he said, "You should come down to Clifftop. It's like a fun festival, and there's like youth competitions and stuff, and like, yeah. you'd have a good time." So I think I, it was either the first year or the second year I went down. I, I drove down with him, and uh, I'm just. Played in tunes and met a lot of people, like such as Kathy Fink, who's here. Uh, Yeah, yeah, just left. And there's just kind of an amazing community of people who kind of shepherd young people who are into this this music. And she kind of brought me around to a lot of jams and Mm. got to play with some really fun people. And Chris did as well. And uh, yeah, so it's kind of like right out of the gate, got really hooked on it.
0: How how old were you when you came down to Clifftop for the first time? I think I
1: was 11 probably by the time. So I think I started playing when I was 10. Wow. Yeah.
0: Well, that's so lovely that um, as an 11 year old, you were permitted to go <laughs> like <laughs> on a trip with Chris, yeah, 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 you know? Yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, that's like an enormous amount of like trust right. and, you know, and uh, like sort of, and that's so lovely of him to be willing to, um, supervise an 11 year old. Yeah. Like that's so cool.
1: Yeah. I think, and I think the first year I went down with my parents too. So they knew, okay, like, okay. They knew what it was. Right. And, um, yeah, it was just one of those things. We're also in Toronto, too. But uh, the community around old-time music is just, like, so amazing, so welcoming. And, yeah, so it kind of just extended that once we got down here. It was like, oh, yeah, it's the same community down here. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's everyone's super amazing and mm. super friendly. And Lovely. So, yeah, that's that's where I got kind of exposed to it and then dug into it, I guess. I don't really know how it happened, but yeah. it just sort of got in got the bug. <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, it's so great that you had an opportunity to be exposed yeah. to this music or yeah. to a bunch of different you know, traditional musics that yeah. that young.
1: Yeah, I, I feel pretty grateful for because I know a lot of people I know who's experienced with music when they've been exposed to it in an early age is they kind of... It's just this this element where it's like forced upon practice and all these kinds of things. Right. They have this really bad relationship with it and I felt like I, I never never experienced that at all.
0: Yeah, it's, it's almost like you got like kind of like the perfect blend. Like you... You got to fall in love with it, yeah. by yourself, yeah, and you got to start early. Yeah, it's yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. chef kiss. You know, <laughs> that's great. It was, yeah. yeah, it's been good yeah. ever
1: since. I mean, you no, know, looking back on it, it's just every top has been amazing, and all the people you meet.
0: Have you come to like everyone?
1: I missed a couple. Like when I met, when I started playing with bluegrass in a bluegrass band, it's the summers are kind of like festival season, so it was like hard. I yeah. missed a couple of them in the middle, but I've probably been to like maybe seventeen or something a lot yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing yeah, yeah. Huh.
1: it's it's kind of fun especially this year because it's you know it hasn't been happening for the past three years and I had the, the time off and like all those things start, stars aligned and being back here and there's just like a a visceral experience of being here of like the smell of Porta johns yeah just like <laughs> tunes happening all over the place it's just this very specific yeah. experience that you can't
2: kind of get it
0: yeah, the ambient sound is, yeah. is pretty arresting. Yeah, totally. uh, yeah, I got like immediately emotional yeah, dr- driving same. in. I'm with you. Yeah, we yeah, drove yeah, in together yeah, yeah. and I was just like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> like my heart, yeah. I've been uh, pushing this down how much I like needed right. to be back here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now it's fun to be here.
0: Well, what tune do you want to play next? Let's
1: play another tune. Um, well, let's stay in A.
0: You're, you're in, uh, we're, we're doing this fun thing that you suggested. Maybe you should explain.
1: I mean, it's, 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 it's uh, double C tuning on my banjo. I always, uh, I sort of, you know, took Chris's approach to setup and all that stuff. And he uses, like, really heavy strings. Oh, uh, okay. I was really wondering how action.
0: they were handling. Yeah. That. yeah. So Great. that's
1: kind of like he gets, I actually get guitar strings as Electric guitar strings and put them on a banjo. <laughs> That's amazing. And, uh, and so when you tune them down, it's a double C tuning, like tuned down to A minor third. Yeah. It's, it's not too bad. It's a little floppy, but it does the trick. Yeah, maybe especially
0: out here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's been pretty humid. Yeah.
1: Um, tunes. A tunes. Um, we want to do that. Too- I mean, the I only title i know for his chinese breakdown
0: oh yeah let's do it okay. i think i've played that before okay yeah 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 it's it like familiar.
1: usually a detune but because i'm in this tuning in, you'll, be you'll be fine yeah you'll be good great
0: Yeah, <laughs> I lo- this is great. I've I always love like the, loving your playing, but I'm, I'm glad that we actually yeah. get a chance to play together. Yeah, no, we're in trouble. This is great. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome.
1: I don't know if uh, I'm showing you my new trick, but this is my please. favorite thing of this C tuning is you get this uh, the the high string. The, the first string is a, a one tone away from the, the minor yeah. third. C-tune. Yeah, <laughs> 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 bend it behind the bridge. <laughs> It's my
0: new favorite trick. Wow, does it go back in tune after you do no, that? No, no, it's terrible end. End. You can only end a song yeah. with that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's lovely. Wow. That's that, that's that, like, bluegrass, yeah, yeah, like, little... spirit. That's great, yeah. Uh,
1: it's good fun.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, you have such a lovely, unique, confounding uh, banjo style, and I bet there are a lot of banjo listeners uh, who would love to hear you speak on your approach to uh, to tunes right and uh, and your technique and anything else let's just go into like banjo nerd dive into it. Okay, yeah just let's embrace it. yeah inside baseball um, fully do
1: it <laughs> yeah I feel like we kind of come to Klonhammer in like a similar explorative or like you know kind of more a melodic side of things um, the guy who I learned from Chris Cool. when I started taking lessons, he has this sort of style that's like very clean. His whole goal or sort of mission statement is to have like a very clean strike and like everything. And then he doesn't often, he won't even do a strum. It's more of just kind of like that first string hit. So instead of like, it's more like
0: Uh, that kind of sound, you
1: know, and um, that I feel like was a big influence of me is trying to kind of get the, the, the clean sound as much as possible. Um, And then I started playing bluegrass, which uh, was funny because coming to Clifftop, there was like, old time was the thing to do. And and when I first started coming, we were just talking about this, there was like a bluegrass wing that was like up the hill. Yeah, And it was kind of like seedy, and it only happened late (laughs) at night, and it'd be really Clandestine. Yeah, and you would like, you know, everyone would be like, you don't want to end up there, kid. (laughs) Um, So, you know, I avoided bluegrass for a long time and played only old time. Um, but then when I did kind of hear a couple of bluegrass records that I really kind of liked, uh, my mind was kind of blown with the sort of, the spectrum of what was capable of Yeah. Records. So I kind of dove into the melodic style of, like, bluegrass band playing pretty heavy when I was a teenager kind of thing.
0: Do, do, when you say the melodic style, do you mean that you would do the the weird shaped scales where you're open strings? Yes, like, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Like
1: Bill Keith early on, yeah. all of like Don Reno stuff, and, um... Yeah. And so then that stuff is, like, pretty transferable to a lot of mm. claw hammer stuff. Like, there's a lot of using fifth string, fret, right. that kind of stuff. Yeah. That, um, that you can use. The one thing I find about cliff or, or claw hammer is um, ascending intervals are, like, really difficult. Yeah. Like, descending intervals are, like, not a problem. Just because I think the nature of it, your thumb can drop down. Yeah. can, like, pull off or whatever. Yeah. But ascending things make claw hammer really difficult and so for a while i was like trying all this stuff to try and get note for note right claw hammer tunes or fiddle tunes and then i had to like lay back and be like you know that doesn't always add to the song sort of thing sure so, so I've, i feel like yeah. over the years embrace more of just like kind of you've, you've turned that
0: that limitation into a style yeah. hopefully yeah yeah, yeah. totally hope, and you know i think you certainly have yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: so yeah, kind of a, a mix of like just using clawhammer as you know, the, the technique that it's made, and, and trying to yeah. embrace that, but also like having some fun tricks to, like match the fiddle on a melody or something like that. Yeah, so, I don't know if that's the most precise way of explaining. No, I, it, but yeah, it kind of came through it through there. Yeah. Um, and I also love playing like three finger style in old time jams. It's like a, a fun sound. that I like, really.
0: Yeah. Is there anything that you learned from um, other than like? the melodic the, the Bill Keith you yeah. know like thing uh, from from Bluegrass playing that opened your mind to the possibilities for Clawhammer and like changed your style like what what else
1: um I can't I can't think of anything specifically like definitely like left hand just right fretboard knowledge and that kind of stuff um but also a lot of just like you know that kind of like two fingery yeah it's really not very legitimate but it's I, you know, I kind of have a little more ease with that just because I've done a lot more finger picking. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't really know. I feel like the, the Claw Hammer has influenced the bluegrass stuff a lot in a way of, um, like, you know, just embracing, like, a pinch. and, and like, Yeah. The pinch is so important in bluegrass, and it's just, like, if it's in the correct spot. Do you pinch
0: it's. with Claw Hammer?
1: I don't really, but, like, I will if I'm playing bluegrass in, like, a yeah. or playing old time with a bluegrass banjo. Oh, sure, um, yeah. But I feel like the pinch is the same as like having that like almost like the chuck or something you know sure and if it's in the wrong spot it's like fine but if it's in the right spot it's like the best thing ever yeah you know, like, so yeah I feel like there, there is definitely kind of a back and forth that I'm kind of always thinking about but yeah yeah
0: well what should we play next let's play
1: another tune um I'll get out of this tuning what's uh what's you're in A yeah let's do like a, another A tune I'll go to like Sandy River Bell Tune or something like that oh fun yeah this is interesting.
0: Yeah, I don't think I've heard uh, Sandy River Bell for A. <laughs> this is exciting. Okay, <laughs> like, wait.
1: Yeah. Some I have a friend who always talks about uh, capo positions as channels. So he's like, "We're going to channel four. Get ready." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cute.
1: <laughs> let's do. Uh, let's do like uh, Miss Mocov's reel or something like that. Okay. Great.
2: Same.
0: I'm having such a good time playing with you. Shoot, so fun. Okay, here's that mid-show interruption I promised. If you're already supporting the show, feel free to skip this. And if you're not, please listen. I need more money so I can keep making this show every week. I had to fly to get this interview, which cost me some serious money. Uh, My podcast host, Fireside.fm, just informed me that my podcast is popular enough now that they need to start charging me more, like a lot more. I think that's because the show recently crossed the 1 million in total downloads mark. Between all that and changes in my personal situation, like having another kid, moving to Portland, Oregon, and just, you know inflation. My costs have gone up significantly, but funding for Get Up in the Cool has stayed static since about 2019. I really do need you, the listeners of this show, to sign up over at Patreon. About 2,800 of you listened to my recent episode with Josie Tony, but only 119 of you are currently signed up on Patreon. That's like 4%. Get Up in the Cool is a niche special interest show that takes a lot of resources to produce. I need more than 4% of you to be chipping in. Like, if half the show's regular listeners gave a dollar per episode, that would change my life. That's not even one of the listed reward tiers, but there's nothing stopping you from doing that. Please pause the show Head on over to patreon.com slash getupinthecool. You can follow the link in the show notes for this episode and sign up at a level that you can sustain. If none of the reward tiers are affordable there, set a custom pledge. You could do a dollar per episode. Maybe you only listen to the show once a month on average. So chip in that much. I know that a lot of you can afford to contribute something, so contribute for the folks who can't. I don't want to shame anyone for listening for free. I just want to be real with y'all. This show costs money. We're lagging behind and I need your help. Again, that's patreon.com slash get in the cool. You can follow the link in the show notes for this episode. Thanks. Now back to the interview.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> two banjos is like,
1: you know, it's, it's it's just a thing that if you embrace it, there's so many kind of little exploratory avenues you can go down. And I've yeah. always been a fan of two banjos.
0: Yeah. Uh, I've, it's always exciting when i i find another banjo who's down yeah, <laughs> another yeah, yeah, banjo yeah. player who's down yeah <laughs> well i got to get back into my interview brain i right. just, just want to play tunes yeah. <laughs> um but uh yeah so fun well you've talked about bluegrass and old time and the transfer of the yeah. sk- uh, skills back and forth at some point mm-hmm. you moved to nashville when did that
1: happen Yeah, um, I moved in, well, 2020, I guess. Um, I had been planning to move there with my girlfriend, Amy Alvey, who's an amazing fiddle player. Plays in uh, Golden Shoals. And uh, that was kind of like a convenient place. She was on the road at the time, and uh, we were kind of looking for a place that would be a good meetup. I still play with a band from Toronto. um, Toronto. And, uh, so that was like kind of, a, it was an easy place to fly in and out of. And, uh, yeah. it was a great music scene there and we had a lot of friends there already. And so we were going to move in 2021 and then the pandemic like happened. So We're like, I guess we're both very unemployed right now. Let's, let's move, let's bump the timeline up a little bit. Yeah. So we did. And it was actually a great time to be there, uh, because everyone was off the road. And so we actually got to meet a lot of people and it's a very, it's like a, a much smaller town than Toronto, and so people yeah. have backyards and fire yeah. pits and stuff. So there's a lot of, like, kind of get-togethers outdoors that we could go to, and everyone was in town, got to meet some people. So.
0: Yeah, I guess you got to do a certain kind of community building that yeah. maybe you otherwise wouldn't have been able to do in Nashville. I
1: think it would have taken a lot longer. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And people, I mean, I'm it's so amazing to me how welcoming the scene in Nashville is. Like, it's it, it, it has this sort of connotation of being... Cutthroat and like you know sure. kind of bluegrassy or country world and right. everyone's just like super down to pick all the time. And hmm. There's all these kind of gatherings in, in people's private homes and they just you know are super down with anyone joining the jam and that kind of thing.
0: So that's really lovely to yeah, hear. It's uh, been amazing. May, I mean, maybe, Nash- maybe Nashville, you know, has the understanding that like it's bad if you lose the joy of playing music. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know, and but more maybe more than other. Yeah. Other uh, other music cities. You right. Know? Like, maybe it gets yeah. that. It's like, yeah.
1: And I feel like, the art, at least in our community, the people we know, they're pretty much playing music outside of Nashville. Like, they, yeah. they travel around, they play music outside of Nashville, and then when they come back, it's this community of people who are still enjoying playing music but they don't have to do it in a kind of professional setting and so that's where you get these kind of like really interesting like interesting connections of people playing music that are just for fun there's not really a ton of like concerts to go to like we don't actually see a ton of performances in Nashville but we do see a lot of music and and yeah it's kind of I'm really enjoying it I love the city yeah
0: right on yeah Yeah, and uh, you've (laughs) is it is this like I don't know if this is a good on record thing, (laughs) but like (laughs) you, uh, uh, you've been getting some opportunities to do like certain kinds of studio work and like play with some cool people, uh, and maybe play some things that maybe you wouldn't otherwise play. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've had some amazing opportunities. Like there's like different flavors of every kind of genre you play, you know, it's like, you kind of, it's sometimes you you need to step out of your own scene. Like, there's definitely a flavor of old time that happens in Toronto, you know, and you kind of, like, sure. don't can't see it. You have to sort of zoom out a little bit. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting to, like, hear the national scene, but also then also hear what Toronto has. Yeah,
0: interesting. What is the... What would you say the the flavor of tr- Toronto? Yeah, yeah, no, no you're, you're, you're doing great. <laughs> yes. um,
1: like, the flavor of old time... It's hard... I mean, it's kind of a repertoire thing. It's usually, I find there's like a prominent fiddler or banjo player in a scene and their repertoire ends up kind of like spawning off and and affecting. So I feel like there's maybe because there's also like a Canadian style fiddle music that's like maybe it it crosses paths. So there's like maybe notier songs seem to be popular, like almost in the ragtime realm. Sure. You know, where it's like less kind of round peak, just groovy the whole time. Um, So that, that was kind of fun to, be able to step back and notice, like, oh, yeah, that's, like, a very Toronto-style tune. Like, of course, that goes over well in Toronto. And um, and same with Nashville. There's, like, certain things. I feel like a lot of people grew up in Nashville not playing in bars and, like, loud gigs. So it's, like, a very, like, soft, clean approach to a lot of things. You know, I'm not really sure what the context that comes from, but I feel like in the jam sessions, it's not very rowdy. It's very, like, quiet.
0: Yeah, interesting. That's funny, because the only show I've been to so far is was at D's. Right, oh, okay. No, no. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, money, yeah. It was bar. rowdy. <laughs> yeah, it was
1: awesome. Yeah, there's, like a, there's a Legion downtown that has like a Wednesday night jam and
2: oh, stuff. Yeah.
0: And it's
1: really fun. But it is, it's interesting. You play and kind of like have a couple of drinks or something and you're like, oh yeah, I'm louder than everyone. I need <laughs> like to step back a little bit. I've got my clifftop brain on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got a whole forest to fill here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, it's, it's been great. I really enjoyed living there. Mm. Um, yeah, there's certain things about Toronto. I for sure. It's like, there's there's no public transit in Nashville. Ah, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, but uh, yeah, that is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's
1: a different city in that regard. But, it's an uh, issue
0: in many of our cities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but
1: I, yeah, the food's great and the, the music's great and people have been so welcoming.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, should we play one more tune and then talk about how people hire you for stuff, okay. buy your music, sure, take lessons with you, whatever you want to. Okay. Talk about. Shout out. Yeah. Um. Plug in time, but before we do that, what should we play next?
1: Is D easy to get to? Done. Let's do, um, this is what I've been kind of singing.
0: Oh, maybe I'll do this.
1: There you go. Nice. Yeah. It's a, it's not super rare, but it does have like this, like, tag to it. Do you know the it's doing Muskrat? I think so. It's like a Doc watson
3: kind of thing. I think I so. Muskrat, oh, Muskrat, what makes me so happy? You're lying right around that farmer's house eating up only hand, Lord. He's eating up only head. He's eating up only hand, Lord. He's eating up only hand. So just a tape. Do, 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 do. Yeah, like the, the repeated words. Yeah, so every line is like it's
0: tag whatever last. Yeah, it. exactly.
1: Yeah. Just Great. listen to the last line and be good.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Easier said than done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Totally. All right. No, let's do it. Let's <laughs> okay. sing about muskrats. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a little
1: hunting for any you know people who don't like hunting but that's alright <laughs>
0: that's uh, lovely of you to <laughs> consider yeah
3: Easy in
1: get to do this
0: yeah this is great yeah <laughs> good song I love your singing voice
1: likewise I just heard you over the the, uh, the CD release Tall Poppy CD release oh yeah those are such great songs <laughs> yeah everything about that
0: thank you awesome. uh, well we're not promoting that now we're promoting <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> Fair Frank Evans yes and Frank
1: Evans fan of the t- Tall Poppy Stream.
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> where do people go to stay up to date with everything that you're doing the projects that you're in how do they contact you for booking or yeah F- for fun, for fun. <laughs> for <laughs> whatever, <funsies>. yeah. Um, <laughs> if you welcome that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, I, mostly, I, like, in terms of performing, I'm performing with a band called the Slow Can Ramblers. So yep. you can go to the website there, www.slowcanramblers.com, and uh, all the info is there to contact us. But uh, in terms of my own stuff, I teach privately. I kind of usually don't do it in the summer because the touring season gets a same. Heavy. But um, <laughs> in the fall, if anyone's looking for private lessons, happy to. To do that, you can reach out to me. At my website is FrankEvansMusic.com. And uh, other projects. I've been playing with George Jackson, who's a mutual friend of ours. And so you can go check out his records. Played on a couple of those. And
0: you you haven't... Well, maybe it's not announced yet.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. it hasn't even been scheduled yet. Okay.
0: But, so we cool do, stuff down Yeah, pipe. yeah. Cool stuff down the pipeline <laughs> yeah. with the George Jackson trio,
1: which is a trio with Eli Broxham. Yeah. Uh, he's an oh. amazing bass player. And that's been a lot of fun to sort of... It's stepping outside of the the old time realm a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. wait. Is it is it going to be like banjo fiddle bass?
1: Um and and more. And more. And more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great, great. Which I don't really I've never made a record like that before, so I'm yeah. super down and and it's this is a produced
0: be, record. This
1: is like Nashville production. Oh my like, god, we I can't to Nashville wait. And we're making a record. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going
0: to be fun. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you need to mention? Before, if you forget, you know I can just mention it uh, oh, in the um, outro.
1: I'm starting to do kind of like a um, a regular teaching series through Kathy Lena, which oh is, lovely, yeah, yes, yeah, so they're great. great, and it's a really kind of a fun way to do these workshops because it's four workshops in a row, and we usually tackle like one subject at a time, yeah, and then I'll like teach a tune each week. And kind of talk about how that subject relates to the tune or the tuning and how you would do it. So sometimes it'll just be as vague as like how to play with the fiddle player. But sometimes it'll be like this next one I'm doing is on the Galax Roll. And we're just going to zero in on it. And so, yeah, if anyone's curious about that, you can just go to Kathleen's website or my website and uh, find out about those.
0: That's awesome. Oh, and um, TuneHash.
1: Toon Hash,
0: yeah, which is too many good things happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So uh, people should get Toon Hash. Yes, get Toon Project
1: with George Jackson and Amy Alvey of Golden Shoals, and uh, Hazy who plays in Sister Sadie and a million other things.
0: Whose campsite we're currently taking over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you, Hazy.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Uh, So it's an album we released kind of during the pandemic. We got together and made sure we didn't Hmm. have COVID and recorded a record. Ah. Yeah, it was fun. So it's called Toon Hash. Check it out. You can hear it on all the. Yeah. Platforms.
0: you can hear the like eagerness for just like <laughs> i just want to throw down old time tunes yes yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. a group yes. you know it comes through in the recording we were talking
1: know. about the um the kind of experience you get when you come back to clifftop after not being yeah. there i think that was the j- dragon we were kind of tracing chasing there. yeah like how do we get that clifftop feeling we, we yeah. got pretty close but there's somehow you <laughs> can never get there <laughs> yeah well you
0: got there when you did your release part <laughs> yeah yeah, yesterday. Did it yeah. yeah. exactly yeah. Frank this is so lovely yeah. and easy to hang out with you same uh, and it's so, so nice
1: to get to know you more
0: so natural to play with you
1: yeah it's let's awesome. do more of it off, yes. off camera yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely what do you want to do for our final tune um or song
1: uh we're in D let's do like um Indian Dork or something like that super yeah
0: super cool. great cool I don't think I've done it in this tuning it'll be fun okay yeah We won't do it fast.
1: I'm not sure if my brain can handle fast. Uh, Do what you want.
2: Okay. (laughs)
0: Slowcan Ramblers are touring the Northeast this November and December. Visit SlowcanRamblers.com to see if they're coming to your town or close by. Visit Frank's website at Frank Evans Music to contact him for lessons, and go to Toonhash's Bandcamp page to buy their album. Just the one plug for me this week, and that's to support this podcast by signing up at patreon.com/slash up in the cool. That and all of Frank's stuff is linked in the show notes for this episode in your podcast app. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening, and thanks for your support. Come back same time next week to get up in the cool.